Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. I'm Jordan, and this obviously... A beautiful woman to my left is Kristen, the most beautiful woman in the world, if you ask me. Welcome, actually, to what is our 99th episode, believe it or not. We just started this thing back in March. Here we are in July. Tomorrow will be our 100th episode extravaganza, which will pretty much be like every other episode, except we'll be wearing funny costumes for a very brief amount of time, but you'll like it. Anyway, check this out. I want to start off this week talking to you about the importance of getting the enemy's plans to backfire against him. All right. And this is this is a critical thing. I I don't think a lot of people understand it. In the book of Genesis, there's a story about Joseph and the uh, the, the Technicolor Dreamcoat as they as they call it on Broadway, right? It doesn't actually say Technicolor in the Bible, but is it's his multicolored coat and, and you, you all know the story. His brothers were jealous of him. They sold him into slavery and and after a while he actually became what was effectively called the prime minister of all of Egypt. What people don't remember about that story is later on his brothers actually meet up with him in Egypt, and they don't realize who he is at first. And eventually they figure out that this was the brother that we sold into slavery, and now he's in this position of power over us. And he actually says, you know what? He basically says, don't worry about it, because what you intended for evil, God intended for good. And it's it's a theme that we can apply again and again in our own lives. What the enemy intends for evil, God intends for good. Why does God even allow Satan to exist, right? It's kind of one of the weird questions we ask ourselves. Well, that's why. Because what the enemy intends for evil, God intends for good. Now, a lot of times it is really, really hard to figure out how what we are going through is in any way intended for good. You know, if you get a call from a doctor that says, That lump in your chest looks like cancer and you're going to be hospitalized and who knows what's going to happen. It is hard to figure out how that works for good. Or if you lose, if you lose a a loved one, or maybe you're suffering from an addiction, whether it's to drugs or whether it's something like pornography, it's hard to understand how that can work for good. But that's a kind of miracle God that we serve. And what I suggest to you is this. Whatever you're going through, you need to use it to attack the enemy. What I mean, so let's say you're going through a pornography addiction. The enemy's putting those images in your brain. You're trying to fight it off, but he's trying to get you to get to your computer and start looking at things you know you shouldn't look at, or maybe at least just think about them. What you got to do in that moment is not just, is not just, you know, struggle as in no, 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 no. You got to turn around and attack the enemy and say, you know what? I'm going to start praying for those women who the enemy's making me think about right now. I'm going to start praying for those women who are on that computer. I'm not saying turn the computer on. I'm saying pray for those, okay? Turn it into an offensive attack against the enemy. Just like when when the enemy was trying to tempt Jesus in the wilderness, every single time Jesus rebuked him. You should do the same thing. Think of yourself not as always under attack from the enemy, but as someone who should be attacking the enemy, okay? The Bible says we war not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and rulers of darkness in high places. War is not they're shooting at us and we're sitting here. Jesus says on this rock he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Well, guess what? Gates aren't an offensive weapon. Gates are the enemy's defensive weapon. You're supposed to be attacking the enemy. 
Okay. And so when he makes you think of those images, you know what? Pray for those women. When, when he puts you in the hospital, pray for everybody in the hospital. Do your best to get everybody there saved. I guarantee you the enemy will not want you in the hospital anymore. Okay. Maybe you've, you've got an alcohol problem or something like that. Instead of going to that bar, pray for the people in the bar. And if you're already in the bar, pray for the people there too. Okay. Pray for people who are suffering from alcoholism. Whatever it is you're going through, Pray for other people who are going through it. And you're going to find the enemies, I bet, going to be a lot more reluctant to push you through things if he knows that every time he hits you, you're going to hit him 10 times back in the face. Now, I'll tell you something else. If you really want to see your prayers answered in this life, and I don't say the prayer is not, it's not about magic formulas or anything like that. But I have found if you really want to develop your spiritual life, pray for other people. Okay, don't focus so much on yourself. We spoke last last week in the anxiety series about how focusing too much on yourself makes you an inward person, and that leads to anxiety, it leads to stress, leads to depression. So for your mental health, first of all, start focusing on other people. But more than that, that's what God wants you to do. Remember, we're called to be intercessors. We did a show on that not too long ago, the importance of intercessory prayer. Jesus was the ultimate intercessor. When he was dying on the cross, what does he do? He says, God, forgive these people for they know not what they're doing, right? So the point is simply this. If you're going through something and all of us always go through something, don't just sit there and take your shots, you know, like you're a turtle crawling into your shell or something and play the victim. You're not a victim. You're designed as as a tactical offensive weapon to bring the fight to the enemy. And that's how you do it. Yes, pray to God. Pray to God against what you're going through, but then turn it around and attack the enemy because he's not just attacking you, he's attacking other people. And when you become a dangerous offensive weapon like that, you're going to find you a lot of victory and a lot more things. In Jesus' name, that's my message for you tonight. Woo! Woo! That's good. That's good stuff right there. You know, it's like that thing of like, it's so simple, and but why don't we do it? Where... Prayer is the key that unlocks every door. We know this as Christians. We know how important prayer is. And yet we say, oh, I can't do this. Or, oh, I have this happening or whatever. So we're all guilty of it one time or another. And it's like, why didn't you pray? Or or when you have a problem and it's like we go to the prayer of the last, it should be the first thing we do. Mm-hmm. It's like, did you bring it to God? Did you pray about it? And that is that is the thing. When you're Whenever you're going through something, if you – Make that your default. You know, people used to have those little bracelets that were like rubber bands. And when they had a bad thought or whatever, it was like a self-help tool. You, We were supposed to go like this with a rubber band to remind yourself, no, don't think that thought. That's not enough. To pray, though, that's the default. To bring well, it to prayer. Pray in an, an attacking way. Yeah. What actually inspired this is I was um, uh, thinking about women, for example, who have like body image issues. And, you know, the most the most beautiful women sometimes – have these insecurities. And what I think they really have to do is, first of all, see themselves the way God sees them. But but number two, pray against the enemy and what he's doing. Say, God, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke not only this attack against me, I rebuke this attack against all other women who are going through these sorts mm, of things. That's right. You know, and we all know people like that. And if you don't know people like that specifically, just pray against it generally. God, I pray against the spirit of anorexia. I, I pray against the spirit of bulimia. I pray against the spirit of addiction in all people like yeah. that. So it's it's offensive prayers, not defensive prayers. That's good. That is good. That is good. I love how I love how your brain works, how God uses that wonderful brain. Actually, I'm a lawyer. So when I find myself yeah. uh, as representing a defendant or representing the person who's getting a motion filed against them, my instinct is always to say, okay, how can I now point the gun at the other person as well? You know what I mean? That's good. 
So good. So awesome. Well, um, I want to do just a simple verse tonight, but I, it's very profound as all verses mm-hmm. are actually. It's from Psalm 33, 20, and it says, we wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are our help. You are ever present help in time of need. You're El Shaddai. You are Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh. Lord, we thank you, Lord. You are everything at all times for all seasons, God. We just come before you and it's just amazing. Even in those times of where we feel like you are so close, Lord, I feel like we there's so much more for us to learn from you. There's so much more to grow in you. We have not even scratched the surface of what you want for us, God. We see through glass darkly right now, but you have a big, huge purpose for us, God, and we can trust you. We can trust and hope in your unfailing love. God, I just pray tonight for every person who feels discouraged. I pray for every person who feels insecure, every person who feels like they're not good enough in any way, in any respect, Lord. Lord, I pray that you remind all of your children of their value to you, of their value to you, and for the kingdom, Lord, thank you, Jesus, that we are your priceless pearl. We are a royal diadem in the hand of our God. Thank you for, for taking us and transforming us to become more like you. For any person who just keeps going back to their regrets where the enemy has got them so parked in the mind, the enemy gets us so, if we let him, so stuck and so parked and so like we feel like that's that's where we live that is our spot but god wants to take us out of that and give us a new address a new address in the spirit i pray for each person to have a new home in the spirit a new address and their mental space what takes up their mental space to be more of you god more thoughts of you more hopes and dreams for the future that you have for them god i pray that we'd all we would all just pray in the spirit at all times, Lord. And, and anything the enemy tries to attack us with, we, we have those offensive prayers, Lord. I just imagine a whole army of believers having those, those prayers. I just picture like the, the whole earth lighting up like a bunch of lightning bugs, like the whole entire earth just lighting up on fire for you, God. Lord, we pray for revival. We pray for you to come now, Lord. We thirst for you. You are you are it. You are what we hope for. You are the one that fills us. You're the one that satisfies us. Nothing else, nothing else can, God. Fill us up completely. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Start with our praise report. Let us start with our praise report. Absolutely. And so I'm going to make the suspense even more. Okay, hold on. Okay. Praise report. All right. So this is our friend Vanjie Rabin. Now, for those of you who've been watching the show for a few months now, really close to the beginning, Vanjie Rabin's husband, when we met him, was hospitalized with COVID-19, coronavirus, and things were not looking good. He had been hospitalized for like a month. He wasn't conscious, and things really looked very dire. And we've been praying for him for a while, and he made little progress at first, then more progress. And now, Vanjie, tell us, good day to both of you. I just want to thank God for 
using you both to pray for my husband, Peter Rabine. Uh, he went home yesterday morning. God is so good to him. Thanks to both of you, and God bless. So, Yay! there you go. There you go. Well, God, thank you so much. Yes. God, we thank you so much for um, for Vanjie Rabin and Peter Rabin. God, that you know that looked like an impossible situation for a yeah. while, but we serve an impossible God. So, God, thank you, thank you for raising Peter Rabin, effectively bringing him back from the grave, pretty yeah. much. And we pray he suffers no after effects from this, and that he and his his lovely wife go on to have many, many, many more years together. In, in great prosperity and love with you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Do you want to do I'll this do the, one? I'll do the long one. Yeah. You want to do this one now? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, guys, listen. This is a, a prayer. We're going to do our prayers now. This is a pretty serious one. I mean, they're all serious. But Rosa Franco, I'm going to shorten this, basically tells us that back in 2001, her daughter, Maria Isabel Valise Franco, was uh, raped and murdered. She was only 15 years old at the time. She had apparently asked her mother for permission to work on the December school holidays. And in the course of that, in a clothing store, um, she was, well, I'm going to skip the details here, but very brutally murdered, very brutally, uh, all for not accepting relationships with an older guy who um, turned out to be a drug dealer. She says that was in 2001. It's made her suffer a great deal. Uh, she was finishing her law degree at the time. She was sworn in as a lawyer, actually, this past November. So congratulations, Rosa. Um, she continues to to ask for God to provide for her in terms of a better job, also a better job for her boys and blessings for her children, their wives, their children, financial provision to cover the economic debts uh, of her children. So God, first of all, we thank you for Rosa, and we thank you for the 15 years she got to spend with Maria. Yes, Lord. We pray Rosa is able to forgive the person who did this, and I know that's a tough pill to swallow. But we ask, Rosa, that you forgive this person for your own benefit more so than theirs. We're here to free people, and we need to free people from hurt also. It's not a betrayal of your daughter for you to be freed from grief and freed from any thoughts of guilt, which you must have, because why else are you telling me that she asked you for permission to work in the school, in the store during the holiday? Mm. God, we, we pray that you lift any remaining grief from Rosa, allow her to live the rest of her life. You didn't put Rosa on this earth just to be depressed for half her life. God, we pray that, you know, when, when Job's wives and children were killed, God, you blessed him with more wives and more children. And you, you have to, you wonder how does losing, how does getting new ones make up for the old ones? It doesn't, doesn't make sense to us, the natural. I don't get it either sometimes. But God, I know that you can make all things new. And so I pray that you give Rosa a new spirit, a new heart, and a new life. I pray for her job as a lawyer. I pray that she gets a better job, good jobs and with good salaries for her children, blessings for their children, their wives, and their children as well. And God, I pray that you bless them all abundantly and financially. Whatever the enemy stole from them, God, I pray you restore sevenfold. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.
For sure. And uh, David, who is a friend of ours as well, has a has a prayer request. He said he just got taken by a transmission shop, meaning um, taken advantage of. Taken advantage of. Yes, I was going to try to explain that. Um, so he's he's just praying that um, because the car still has problems and he's given all this money, uh, just praying because he's very angry about this and just wants the whole situation resolved. So in Jesus' name, we pray for David, Lord. We pray for his entire life and all the plans you have for him, God, and all the things you have for him and his entire family, God. I just pray that you would resolve this situation, God, and help him to, you know, provide for his needs or a car that works and be able to um, to to solve that issue and also to get the money back that he um, uh, put in and, and all of those things, Lord. But um, in every area of his life, Lord, I pray you bless him spiritually, financially, um, with relationships and, and just more of you, God, in every single way and, and healing in every single way, Lord, so that he may know you in a new, fresh way and um, just be led into more of the promises that you have for him. So awesome. Okay. So now what I think we'll do is if you want to do like uh, three at a time, is that, is that okay. good? Teresa says, pray for my husband. Bev says, pray for the protection of our president and our nation, our brothers and sisters across the globe being persecuted for their belief in Christ. Pray for souls, lost souls. They will come to Jesus in this precious time of harvest. And Abkel says, pray for my family, especially for my father who is confined at the hospital. Well, Father God, first I want to pray for Teresa and Teresa's husband and Abkel and Abkel's father, in particular the situation in the hospital. First of all, tell your father to start trying to get everybody in that hospital saved, That's number right. one. And number two, listen, we see miracles happen. Uh, just like we, you know, Peter Rabin, we told you about three minutes ago, was in the hospital, and now he's not when, you know, the, the situation looked dire. We pray that Abkel's father will be released from the hospital and in perfect health in Jesus' name. We pray for our president. We pray for our brothers and sisters across the globe being persecuted for their belief in Christ, including here in this country. And we pray for all lost souls, including our enemies. They will come to Jesus in this precious time of harvest. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Uh, we've got a, a prayer request from a Pastor Lolita from the Philippines. Her two daughters um, are finishing a church parsonage um, before this end, before the end of July. And so, and Seminelli says, pray for my family. And Ophelaman says he's from Nigeria and pray for me to have financial breakthrough. Lord, we pray for Lolita and her daughters who, um, for this Assemblies of God Church and all the Assemblies of God churches over there and all the churches of every denomination, Lord. Um, Lord, we thank you for what they're doing, God, and how the harvest they're reaping for souls. And we just pray that more souls and more souls would be saved in the mighty name of Jesus. And you would protect them in all of their ways. We pray for Seminelli, whatever is going on uh, in her family's life, Lord, that you protect and provide in just amazing, miraculous ways as only you can do. And for Ophelamen, Lord, we pray for him to have his financial breakthrough, Lord. We pray for breakthrough in every area of life because they're all interconnected. And we pray that you would just just rain down the heavens so there is no more need. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, if you want to do like three or four, because they're, Which one we they're short. Uh, this one is where we started. Cayman? Yeah, we can start there. 
Cayman says, please pray for me because I'm suffering from economic problems. Jarwin just asked for prayer. Christopher asked for prayer for his family, relatives, and friends. And Vicky just asked for prayer because her mom is sick. So, God, we pray for healing for Vicky's mother. We pray for Cayman. We rebuke these economic problems. We pray that he has incredible increase. Cayman, you should go watch uh, some of our videos on uh, the importance of giving to receiving, in particular when it comes to finances. We just pray in general for Jarwin. He's not specific, but God, you know his needs. And we pray you meet Jarwin's needs. And God, I pray for Christopher's family and friends inside and out of his country. I pray that you meet all of their needs. I pray that all of their souls are saved. They come to know you and you place a hedge of protection around them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Anoy asked for a government job. Alfred from Uganda says breakthrough because he says very tough there. Penny says she feels like her life is under a curse and she fails at everything. And mm. Asif says, my husband and I need a job. We have two boys and nothing to feed them. So in Jesus' name, I, we, we pray for these precious people, Lord. For Anoy, we pray for uh, the government job, Lord, that you would line up with the, that job with the will of God, Lord, that he's supposed to have. Um, for Alfred, I'm, we pray for a breakthrough, Lord. We pray for that spiritual breakthrough. We just pray that um, just even as he was saying it, I just kind of, I sense that, I sense, Alfred, that you are on the verge of the breakthrough. Keep pressing through. Keep interceding. I feel like you are right there. In Jesus' name, we pray for that breakthrough to happen. We seal the deal. We pray for your breakthrough, God, um, to happen. For Penny, Penny, that is just what the enemy wants you to think, honey. That's what the enemy says. But you, you do not fail at everything. That is what the enemy wants you to see. I just, just, I want you to see yourself the way God sees you. I want you to see yourself as a beloved, precious child of God. Speak the, the verses in the Bible that tell you who you are and talk about who you are and say them out loud. In Jesus' name, we pray over everything in your life. We pray that your life would line up with the will of God for he knows the plans he has for you to prosper you and not to harm you, and to give you a hope and a future. And for Asif, Lord, I pray for Asif and her husband to get the jobs that they need, Lord, to feed their family. Lord, you want to provide for this family. You don't want to turn anyone away, God. You want to provide for your precious children. These children are precious in your sight, and her and her husband are precious in your sight too, God. Just provide in amazing ways, miraculous ways. Open the right doors. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. Rika. We're on Rika. Yeah. A lot of these, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> Rika says, pray for my mom's my mom and dad's travel. The day after tomorrow, they're going to in Nepal from the capital of Nepal. Please remember in your prayers. Jen says, Please pray for my family, pray for my house that God gives me my own home, and I hope you will help me out. I'm in Pakistan. Iju says, uh, he's from Nigeria, pray for me, I need God's intervention. And Nasir says, pray for me that I am, what? Pray for me that I am God of God and lead me to understanding. Yeah, I'm not sure what I, that one Slavery. Is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this guy's talking about, but I will pray for him anyway. Father God, we pray for Rika's mom and dad that their travel is safe and that uh, even though they'll be separated from Rika, that they don't get homesick and that they still feel very close to one another. We pray for Jen's family, 
and we pray for a good house for Jen and for the whole family. Uh, we pray that it's a quick work and that it's a, it's a good, capable house and one even beyond what they're hoping for. We pray for Iju in Nigeria. God, we pray that you intervene in this person's life with great power and great influence. And I pray that Iju just submit to God and what he wants to do in your life. And for Nasir, God, I'm not sure what he's asking for, but you know. And so, God, we pray that you free him from whatever bonds that he seems to think are enslaving him and that you show him that you are the God of gods and that you are the King of kings and Lord of lords. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. From For Queen Anth, we pray for her financial breakthrough. Becky is asking for someone to, to come home for Rylon. Tisume is prayer for his family. And Prashant says, pray for my life, which is completely spoiled. My wife's not living me with me for the past seven years. Pray that we can be reunited once again, according to God's will. All right. Well, for Queeneth, Lord, we pray for that breakthrough. We pray that whatever needs to come down, whatever wall needs to come down in Jesus name, we pray it comes down. We pray for that breakthrough to happen and that you give her wisdom and where to turn and what to do and the next step in, in the journey. For Becky, we pray for this person, a break, another type of breakthrough. All of these prayers are breakthrough. Um, that Rylon comes home, Lord. That the prodigal son comes home. In Jesus' name, we pray that you tug at this person's heart to uh, realize how loved he is by his family and um, by by you, Lord. For Tisume, we pray for his family. In Jesus' name, put your hedge of protection around them and around their their entire future, God, and just show them what you have for them. For, for Prashant, Lord, we pray that uh, this woman would um, would just realize who you are, Lord. Just capture her heart. Capture her heart and in a way that only you can do, Lord. However you want to do it, just capture her heart and let her realize that she needs to come home and be re- reunited with her husband, Lord. And restore that relationship, God. You're the God of restoration. That's what we pray for in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, and then you want to finish up the last four? Okay. Haroon? Yes. Father God, Haroon uh, asks for a government job. In Jesus' name, we pray, God, that you give Haroon the job that he or she is asking for. But God, the one that you want, we pray that, that Haroon in that job has great influence and wins many souls. Monica asks, Father God, that we pray for Matthew's salvation and Mark's healing from autism. Now, you know, autism is something that we're told there's no cure for, but God, we know, we know we serve a God who is a cure. The name above all names. Yeah. By your stripes we were healed. So God, we pray for Matthew's salvation and Mark's healing from autism in Jesus' name. Mercy says, pray for me and let God fulfill my heart's desires. Mercy, the Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. But part of that means that delighting yourself in the Lord means conforming your will to God's will. Okay, so God, we pray that mercy learns how to delight herself in you and conform her will to your will so that you will give her the desires of your heart, in, of, of well, of your heart and her heart in Jesus' name. And Marianne just said she's homeless. And we've prayed for homeless people on this show before. That's right. And... You know, it's hard for – it's going to sound crazy, but we, we prayed for a homeless woman one time in the show, and I said, listen, if you haven't tithed, mm-hmm. make sure you've tithed. And that woman then wrote to us and said, you know, once you said that, God reminded me of $12 I had, and I took that $12 and I gave it away. And you know what happened? 
and I'm not making this up, in one week, she wrote back to us and said not only had she found a new home, she was leaving the homeless shelter because someone found a home for her. She also found a husband within a span of a week. So, Marianne, I pray that you find a home. I pray that, that, that you recover from this awful financial condition and that you, you have a, a loving and stable home. And I'm telling you, if you've, if you haven't tithed or something, and listen, this isn't to me. Kristen and I do not ask for money. So I'm not saying, I don't need people saying, Oh, you know, Jordan and Kristen just tell people to tithe because they want to make money. We make literally zero dollars and zero cents off of this show. Okay, I pay for the show. I pay for the equipment. Mm-hmm. I pay, you know, for uh, all the software that it requires. I pay for all the hosting and things like that. Okay, I pay for the computers. So financially, we run a net negative and we bring in exactly zero dollars and zero cents. So I'm not saying you should tithe because I want to make money off of you. I'm saying it because that's the power of tithing. Okay, okay. when the woman, there's a story in the New Testament where a woman only had basically what was worth half a penny. And she gave that to Jesus and Jesus said, this woman's given more than everyone else combined because this is all she had. And so if that's what you're going through, I can't, I cannot overstate the power Mm. that tithing has, especially when you're in a position of need, because that's an ultimate exercise of faith right right there. It doesn't necessarily even have to be to a church. If there's some other poor person, some other homeless person needs money, do your best to help them out. Uh, But we're going to still pray with you, pray for you and believe God that that he will remove you from this homeless situation and give you a good, strong, stable, and loving household in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, Kristen, can you finish us up with the call of salvation, yes. please? If you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is the perfect opportunity. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior, and I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so excited for you. Just send us a message, or also you can comment on the video. We want to hear from you and hear about your experience. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us for tonight, our 99th episode. We hope you're able to join us tomorrow for our 100th episode. Yay. It's been an absolute privilege and pleasure being able to come into your homes, especially because I get to do it sitting next to this oh. smoking, gorgeous woman right here. I mean, really, mm, I love her so much. She's the most beautiful woman in the world or what? Oh. Absolutely. All right, guys, listen. Thanks again. We'll see you tomorrow again at 730 Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing.